What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the scorecard, the boxing scorecard, where I ask people to bring their scorecard and an explanation, not just simply your opinion. So we had the big heavyweight match between Oleksandr Usyk and Daniel Dynamite Dubois. Thank you for putting up the pictures. Oleksandr Usyk, who I honestly believe is, um, I don't get, I don't think he gets enough credit for his boxing skills and and um, and the thing that he's the things that he's been able to accomplish. Well, I mean, he just moved up one weight class, but I think the the the, the move up from cruiserweight to heavyweight is the is the hardest move in all of boxing, and he's done it very successfully so far. Um, but as far as this fight goes, uh, Daniel Dubois, who has only has one loss on his record, what's Daniel Dubois's record? Nineteen and one. And the only guy he lost to was uh, with Joe Joyce, who is also in the top five. Alexander Usyk, who I believe is the number one heavyweight boxer in the world. I think he's better has better skills than Tyson Fury. I think that's the reason why Tyson Fury is doing his best to go fight everyone else except for Usyk. Um, so let's go. Let's get right into it. The, let's address the elephant in the room. The big, before I get that actual scorecard, the, what everyone is talking about is the, the low blow, which happened in the fifth round. So let's just get that out the way first. First of all, if you've boxed or even sparred before, getting hit on, on the belt line, it, it's still, you can still feel it. It's not like something you can just, you can just brush off. Maybe some people can, but if you can, then you just haven't got hit by the right person. So let's let's put this into context here. As I said, Alexander Usyk, he moved up, he moved up, so he's naturally the smaller guy in this in this heavyweight division. Daniel Dubois, uh, sorry, Usyk weighed in at a hundred at two hundred and twenty pounds for this fight. He moved up, like he he bulked up to two hundred and twenty pounds. Daniel Dubois cut down to 230 pounds he cut down to 230 pounds okay so i want you to really think about someone that is and how tall is this guy how tall is, tall is daniel dubois he is six foot five so i want you to visualize getting hit by someone that is six foot five 233 pounds and and you tell me because he hit you on the belt line that it didn't really hurt that that, that much that's 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 garbage. Um, my take on it is that, and you got to look at the body reaction too. I think it was a legit whatever you could say it was on the borderline, but was uh, was Usyk hurt? Yes, he was hurt from uh, from the low blow. The reason why I say it was a low blow is because his his body reaction. Here's a perfect example. You can go press. Well, don't press pause right now. This is live, but after the show. Go to YouTube and type in, just type in uh, uh, brutal body shots. There's a hundred highlights videos of, of brutal body shots. And pay attention to the fighter's reaction when they get hit with a body shot. Like it's, it, it's almost like you put your arm like this and someone smashes you with a baseball bat in your ribs. Like you can't hide it. Like you automatically curl over and, are, and is holding that part of your side that got hit. That is an automatic natural reaction for someone that gets hit with a hard body shot. Usyk 
reacted like someone that got hit with a low blow. If you notice when he went down, don't don't just take my word for it. Go back and look and look for yourself at his reaction. When he was sitting on the ground, he wasn't sitting on the ground holding his stomach or his rib area. He was he had his hands over his private part because that's where what was killing him. Um, the other thing too. <clears throat> It's up to the referee. So if anything, like people are getting mad at Usyk for saying, you know, for whatever reason. But as soon as the as soon as the, the shot landed, the referee, who was the closest to the shot landing, said he said immediately that it was a low blow and he automatically gave Usyk five minutes, which is the, the rule. If you get hit with an illegal punch, you know, punch back in the head or get hit with an elbow, headbutt low blow um and you and you're and you're injured from it you get five minutes to recover so Usyk just sat down and he took that full five minutes here's what i do what i can almost i'm almost certain of if the referee would have counted it as a knockdown and then start counting like one two three like giving him the eight count i'm pretty sure Usyk would have got up and tried to to fight it off and shrug it off but immediately before he even hit the ground, the referee was already was already giving the signal for a low blow and 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 gave the timeout sign to the to the head official to stop the time to give him the full five minutes. So Usyk was just taking advantage of the time that he was given. I don't think he was he was that hurt from the shot that he couldn't get up. He was hurt. He was definitely hurt. But the referee gave him that time, so he took advantage of it. I don't think I don't think it was a, a case of where he could not get up, and that's why that's why he took the full five minutes. He just took advantage of it. So that's the controversy. As far as I'm concerned, you know, it was it was on the borderline. So again, just for because everyone does what everyone's saying. Like for everyone's reaction, everyone's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Now, just for the simple fact that you're saying I don't know means that it was borderline like it was it could have been or could not have been it was right on that line so again it's up to the referee it's not Usyk or danielle's fault it's the referee should have should have uh, made it more clear or i'm not sure what maybe usually before the fight starts when both fighters are standing there before they touch gloves the referee will will, will tap you on your shorts and say you know depending how high they are some people have their shorts above their belly button some people have it under so the referee will look at how high or how low your shorts are, and he'll tap you and say, okay, I'll, I'll accept this. This is too high or too low or whatever. Um, so I'm not sure if the referee did that before the fight, but that's that was the referee's call. So that, that has nothing to do with Usyk. He just took advantage of his five minutes. And so, yeah. All right, so now <laughs> let's get to the scorecard. So round one. Round one, I gave to Usyk. Let me just count it. One, two, three, four, five, six. I gave six rounds to, to Usyk and two rounds to Danielle Dynamite Dubois. First round, my notes for round one was for Usyk, jabs, and he just looked better boxing skills-wise, which we already knew going into it. Second round, I actually gave to Dubois. Uh, my notes for round two was a couple of jabs, but still, but still a step slower. That was the main common thing in this thing that you saw that that uh, that uh, he was clearly a step slower. Um, third round, sorry, I gave that second round to Usyk. Sorry, even though 
Dubois landing some jets. The third round was the first round that I gave to Dubois. My notes for the third round was um, left hook early and walked him down boxing. Dubois landed a big left hook early in, early in the round. That kind of shifted him over. That's the thing with Usyk. Because he's naturally smaller than these guys, even when he blocks their punches, like his body still moves over because he's naturally lighter than them. Uh, round four, I gave that one back to Usyk. My notes for round four was boxing skills. His boxing skills, and he was moving. He wasn't throwing with power, but he was throwing with – he wasn't throwing with – Usyk wasn't throwing with knockout power, but he was throwing with respectable power. That pop, 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 and move, and then one hard – just one hard stinging shot to, to give you a couple of seconds to, to, to move out of the way again. Pop, 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 boom, and move. That's what Usyk was doing. Um, round five. The, the thing that Dubois was doing, right, round five I gave to actually gave to Dubois, and I marked it as a close round. Because what Dubois was doing in that, he did it in the fourth round too. You can tell that Dubois was not worried about Usyk's power. Um, he wasn't worried about Usyk's power at all. But because he was a step slower, everything that Dubois was trying to do was just, again, lack of a better term, a step slower. He was landing some good right hands, some good body shots, Dubois was. Um, that that uppercut that he landed as we go into the fifth round right now, um, that uppercut that he landed came back late. That uppercut that, that, that Dubois was landing, he landed it a couple of times, but that was the best one. He landed, Dubois landed a couple of good right hands to the body, not just the uppercut, but hooks too. And Usyk did react to them, so... But that one there, that that uppercut, I don't. Uh, I, I think it was a legit low blow, and Usyk had to had uh, you know had the right to take his full five minutes. So that was round five. But the thing about round five, Usyk came back late. Uh, it was a borderline low blow, and Usyk came back later on in the round. Like he actually, in the in the professional level, if you get knocked down, it's automatically a ten eight. However, if you come back hard and like almost beat up the person, it could be a 10-9. A perfect example of that was um, uh, Fury and Wilder in their first fight when Wilder knocked down Fury in that last round. It, you know, auto, usually it's automatically 10-8, but Fury actually, Fury actually got up and was pressing pressing Wilder back in that last round. So that's a that's an example where even though someone got so someone got knocked down. You could still score the 10-9 round. Um, nope, bad shut down here. Round six. Usyk took back the round six and seven. Uh, specifically, six, seven, and eight I gave to Usyk. In round six, Usyk walked him down with with a boxing style. Usually when, when you hear about a fighter walking another fighter down, they usually just keep their hands up and just swing in power punches because they're not worried about the fire that's coming back at them. Usyk was walking Dubois down, but he was still, he still has to be cautious of the natural bigger heavyweights power. Um, and that's what makes Usyk again, my, in my top five for pound for pound best boxers, because he has the skills and he's fighting in, in uh, you know, all these guys that are 15 pounds bigger than him. Uh, around seven, around seven, was so dominant by Usyk 
that I almost marked it as a 10-8 round. It just seemed like Duwatt lost his confidence. I don't he didn't give up, but his body language was, was was just showing like, man, I can't hit this guy. He's hitting me. He's not knocking me down, but he's hitting me hard. And that's what's making me hesitate. That's what was making um Dubois hesitate. I think Usyk is kind of like what what uh what Floyd was later on in his career when he moved up in weight classes where his skills moved up with him, but not the power. Everyone thinks Floyd didn't have a lot of power because, but he had 25 knockouts in his, you know, half of his fights ended in a knockout. So the same thing with Usyk. When he moved up to the heavyweight division, his skills moved up with him, but not the power. But his skills are that much exceptional on, on a different level that he's able to, to, to get away with it. And not only not just get away with it, that makes it sound like he just got by. Like he's looking exceptionally good, Usyk is, at uh, against these super heavyweights. Round eight. Round eight. Um, I gave uh, to Usyk. Had winning the round. Oh yeah, yeah. Low blows and right hands. Great mixing it up with low blows and right hands. I had him winning the round. I actually had uh, Dubois winning the round until he got dropped. In that, um, in like the final, final 10, 20 seconds. No, sorry. Yeah, it was like final, final 30 seconds of that round where Usyk dropped Dubois. I actually had Dubois winning that round. So, uh, again, technically, by um, by the standards, you get knocked down, it's automatically 10 8. If you come back and kick the guy's ass, you can make it 10 9. But Dubois, I had Dubois winning the round, but he wasn't like beating, you know, beating him up badly to the point where. I would still make it a 10-9 round. So 10-8 for Usyk. And then round nine is when he dropped him and stopped him. Drop, stop. Roll him down, shake him up top. Um, so, yeah, round nine was was the round that, uh, that Usyk stopped Dubois. And the thing that was special about the stoppage was that anybody who trained with me knows that you know i like to train different ways of of throwing the jab at different tempos and one of the tempos that is like i like to call is sometimes you have to throw a f u jab like if you say f u as you throw it inside your head it automatically makes makes you punch harder obviously not really but just the what you call it placebo or psychological effects from it anyways my whole point of bringing that up is that it's real in the past couple in the past years past year or two just off the top of my head, I've seen three fights get stopped off of a fu, off of a power jab. This last one, Usyk, that the 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 in the ninth round, the the punch that that dropped Dubois was a fu jab, a power jab, where you got to push off your back leg, not just extend your arm out there, but push hard off your back leg, take a hard step with your front foot, and they use that jab like a battering ram. A couple of weeks ago. Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence. The first, the first, uh, the first time that Spence got dropped in that second round was from an fu power jab from Terrence Crawford. Um, very glad to see that, and very happy to, to to see that my boxers saw noticed that and pointed it out to me too. Shout out to Hunter. Um, and then the one before that, um, one of the Charlo brother, brothers that fought. Uh, um, 
he fought the the Spanish guy, Jameson. One of the Charlo brothers, he fought J Hymason, you know, and they pronounce the J's as H's. Hymason. He faked up top and threw a hard F U jab to the body and dropped him and stopped him like that too. So the jab is is not just an you know a, a good jab to keep your opponent away or to set up your offense, but you can use it as a power tool to actually stop your opponent. So that is your instruction for the week to work on all you boxers out there, or even just people in fitness in general. How you work on that fu jab on the bag? Hopefully, you have a heavier bag so it doesn't swing too much. But specifically, again, it's pretty straightforward. But you really gotta let me stand up and You really have to emphasize taking a, a hard step with that front foot, not not necessarily thrusting your whole upper body forward, but taking a nice step with that front foot to making sure that that, uh, that you're reaching, pushing off that back leg, using your shoulder to protect your chin. All right, a power jab. So it's basically the, the, the same mechanics as, as, as if, you know, whatever pace that you're throwing it at, but to make it more powerful, a hard step, pushing off that back leg, stepping hard with that front foot. And there you have it. Where do we, where do both that guys go from here? Let's look at the rankings. We got uh, your boy Tyson Fury, who's uh, too busy fighting MMA guys to to fight real boxers. So we got Tyson Fury at number one, Wilder at number two, Anthony Joshua at number three, Zhang at number four. Zhang and Joe Joyce have a rematch in, in mid-September. I think it's a week before Canelo and Charlo fights. So that should be very interesting. This guy, Zhang, seven-foot Asian guy with long arms and, and, a, and a reach and knows how to use it. Joe Joyce, ranked number seven. Joe Joyce should be ranked ahead of, of, of Dylan White and Andy Ruiz, too. Um, and then the, the last half, you got... Luis Ortiz, Parker, and Hergovich, those guys aren't going to be contenders. Those guys aren't contenders. But the rest of the guys, Joyce, Dylan White, Ruiz, Zhang, Joshua Wilder, and Fury. Well, I don't know about Fury if he's going to fight again, but those are the competition up there. What I would like to happen next is Anthony Joshua versus uh, Deontay Wilder. Um, the lower names, Zhang, Zhang and, uh, and Joe Joyce. They're not very well known, so that that fight might not generate too much uh, popularity. But the winner of that fight should fight the winner of Joshua and Wilder. That would be something else. That definitely would be something else. Um, speaking of heavyweights, Jared Anderson also fought this past weekend and won. He was supposed to win against the guy that he fought. He needs to continue to, to look good and impress. Um, to make a good profile for himself to, to fight one of these top guys very soon. I believe he is, where's his record? Uh, he's ranked number five right now in most of the organizations. Um, so he'll be up there soon, Jared Anderson, Jared Big Baby Anderson. He will be up there soon. But like I said, man, Alexander Usyk, I honestly believe is uh, the number one heavyweight in the sport of boxing today. Deontay Wilder is the hardest puncher. Tyson Fury has has uh, has the belts, but I honestly believe Usyk is that guy with the skills. And when him and Fury fight, I'm picking Usyk for sure. And there you have it. There you have it. 
Talk and Fight YouTube channel, the number one boxing YouTube channel in uh, in the sports world. So make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also check me out on my YouTube channel, Cedric Sports Training, and follow me on any social media at Cedric Sports. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back next week for another scorecard. Don't forget, bring your scorecard and an explanation, not just simply your opinion. All right, peace.